Initialize sequence. Yo, what up? This is Prozac. This is Shaq's too dope from Insane Cloud Posse. Oh, yeah, this is Reese. Yo, this be the one them called Tech Nine. What's up? This is Mad Child. This is your boy Spider Man, aka Brother Lynch. Huh? Jared from Head PE. Yo, what up? This is Hop. My name is Recognized. This is Boondock. Yo, this Blaze, you dare homie. Welcome to the Underground, Australia's home of underground music. Jumping into episode 11 of the Underground Amped, it is Ned, John Fitzgerald, and Minazor, and once again, a very, very grumpy, moody, emotional Jason L. Herbert. <laughs> Boys, what is up? Now, look, we'll, let's start it off because, you know, last week we heard the big guy absolutely lose his mind. Like, completely just went psycho. Yes. Uh, which, to regular people that know Jay, know that that's just part of the course. But, uh, <laughs> for anyone that hasn't seen behind the curtain, Jay completely lost it. So today, Jay, we're going to give you the first writer for reply. Ned has just asked everyone, how are you all going? So, Herbs, the floor is yours. You know what? I'm actually doing pretty good this morning, man. Oh, oh that's great. I wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs> yeah, you, you wouldn't have guessed that, would you, man? Like, very, very nice. Part of me is wondering, is he really doing nice, or is he on best behavior because he knows that your kids are there and he doesn't want to murder you in front of your children? Well, no, I'm, I'm really doing nice. I it's, think he'd be comfortable doing that yeah, just quietly. Yeah, exactly, because they can't, he wouldn't mind doing that at all, Nim, because he did just lose his mind, what, like five minutes earlier yeah, when I thought, yeah. when I suggested that we talk about his love of the rainbow flag, he just lost it. <laughs> on, uh, to, and the kids were there. Hey, Jay. They were, yeah. They saw the ugly side that I never want them to see. <laughs> Not to mention how much ended up on the, uh, the cutting room floor from last week, too. There was oh. a few outtakes. <laughs> Just to be clear, I love the fact that Jay's like, oh, I don't want them to see the angry side of me. Brackets, it's the only side. <laughs> no, I said ugly side, not angry side. As opposed to uh, or the charitable side, the one that spends all these afternoons in soup kitchens. But, uh, <laughs> Jay, before we get started, I want to ask you a question because uh, oh, no. any fellow listeners out there now, as you know, there are a lot of morning shows that you do get. Like, you know, you have your Good Morning Americas, your NBC Today shows, things like that. Well, here in Australia, it's basically a two-horse race. It's either the Today Show on Channel 9 or sunrise on panel seven i have noticed in my years of friendship with jay that he always seems to like one of those shows and it's something that i never would have picked jay being an avid sunrise watcher well, he definitely is, man, because that's about, like, that's his nightcap sunrise. That's usually when he's going to bed. And, so, essentially, sunrise is his The Light Show with David Letterman. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. But before we jump into this and Herb's on the Yanny Laurel type sort of thing here, <laughs> I do want to say we do have Boondocks on the show a little bit later on, and we are discussing all things his brand new EP, The Dirty Days of Night, which is very cool. It's a turncoat dirty EP that is coming up later. But yes, back on to Jason and his sunrise love. <sighs> Here we go. We have, we have seen in the past, like, because, you know, as you know, Jay is a creature of the night. He loves all things metal, loves all things horror, and very rarely do they come up on morning shows. <laughs> well, that's exactly right. 
So it's it's always funny when you sort of see Jay uh, within the the day walkers in the land of the living. Maybe Koshi has questions like, for example, do you put sauce on the side or on top of your chips? <laughs> and then on from now on, then you'll hear Jay chime in with a. Always on the side, idiot. <laughs> uh, actually, no. You never put that poison anywhere near mine. Thank you very much. <laughs> poison. Okay. Always got to, it. It's not just violence against us and uh, <laughs> loving Metallica. Sometimes, just sometimes, he can mingle with the normal people. He definitely can, and when he speaks, the people listen. And the latest thing is this Yanni versus what is it? The I don't get it. So, essentially, uh, you might remember a couple of years ago, there was that dress. You know, some people saw it as blue and gold. Sorry, was it blue and gold or white and gold or blue and black? It doesn't matter, man. I don't don't remember. Who cares? (laughs) So, the thing that has been doing the rounds is the Yanni versus Laurel. This is actually kind of weird because at first, I heard Yanni and then I heard Laurel. So, it was very, very strange. Yeah, well, I heard Laurel when I heard it. I yeah, heard, I was Yanni the first time, then Laurel later on, because I think it plays them both on top, and you, you hear either one depending on if you're picking up low or high frequencies. I think that's how it works. Uh, okay, yeah. I just think I'm going that deaf. I could yeah. hear low frequency. <laughs> All that. So it is just one of those things where depending on, you know, your ears, it both are right answers. The thing that I do love about Jay, though, he cares very little about this. Correct, Jay? That is correct, because I've not even listened to it. I find that hard to believe, man. So I honestly think he's the sort of guy that would jump all over this and then be like, Goshy, like, I'm too cool to do this, but it, no, it's, it's really moral. Uh, Yanny. Despite the fact that Jay says that he doesn't care about it, somehow he does manage to go onto a website, onto a Facebook page that asks the question and doesn't just put, I don't care about it, but happens to find... A Scrubs GIF file <laughs> says that he doesn't care about that so much. He allegedly doesn't care about it. I don't know. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> I like it how you really stick it to the people there, brother. Hey, that's just my opinion. Whatever the thing is, I don't care. Stick to the man. That's just my opinion. I'm not going to get tied up. Oh, it's this. So it's like, no, gives a crap. So you care enough to put a reply in though this is like me that saying that makes it look like hey, you care I don't care yeah, okay. I will never care even though yes it does look like oh I've taken my time to go and do all this and well, you probably put in my two cents <laughs> it's like, I don't really give a crap this is what I love about it though Nims remember how we started a whole podcast on wrestling that podcast gimmick and it was basically to show the positive side of wrestling mm. and not to have all little smark marks and whatever have their way talking nonsense about it Jay is basically a smart mark to the Sunrise Crew. Yeah. He's one of those little keyboard warriors <laughs> to the Sunrise Crew. I just think dig what you dig, man. Don't bloody take any other fool's madness or whatever. Whatever the thing is, like, half the time. Yeah, I, I agree with you too, Jay. And if you want to spend your time looking up a gift file just to show how much that you don't care about it, because it's not like the first thing that pops up when you type, I don't care. But anyway, we'll quickly push on, because there is plenty to talk about here. Yeah. And, and, we wanna, and we don't want to waste too much time talking about things that allegedly Jay doesn't care about. <laughs> That's exactly right. Something Jay does care about, well, I'm sure he doesn't really, is the dynasty that we were talking about. We got underway last week, John, and it is all about our local basketball association. And we've had some good things happen. We've had some bad things happen. But 
you know, we continue <laughs> to fire on, man. That's how you do it with the dynasty, man. You've got to take the good with the bad. We've had injuries. We've had a couple of losses. We've had some board decisions go against us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, exactly. But the dynasty we're building in town's pushing on and looking good from this last week. So essentially, boys, what you guys have to deal with is kind of like the Boston Celtics on a much lower level. Well, yeah, I guess if you want to call it lower. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's good, good coaching. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but I do want to talk about last night, and my girls have come in. They had yet another win. Of course they did. And young Marley Tepper, if you don't mind, had a 14-point game in this Ooh. win. That's seven Yay. shots. That's Jay's clapping. Jay, can you head th- hand those headphones over to Marley? Marley, stand down here, and we'll have a bit of a chat to you. So, Marley, I want to talk to you about this. What is your favorite thing about playing basketball? Dunno. You don't know? She's good. She's <laughs> like Jay. But you had an outstanding game. What was your favourite part about last night's game? Hey, Mo, can you hear me? Yeah. Hey, quick question. So, now, I haven't seen you guys play, so I need to know a couple of things about the Diamonds. First off, what colours are you? Blue. Blue. Just blue? Yes. Just blue, yep, that's right. And who else is on your team? you want to shout out to them? Um, Liv, yeah. Um, Mo, I'm going to ask you some of the hard questions now, okay? What do you think of the coaches? Are they good? Are they great? Or do you think that they might be able to have a bit of work? Answer carefully. Great. They're great? They're really great? Okay. How hard do they make you train? Medium. Medium? Medium. Safety answer. That's fair. That's fair. I like that. Okay. In the last game that you had, what was your favourite part of it? Shots. Yeah, yeah, knocking down those <laughs> shots. She is only seven years old, and that's a stand-up job. Thank you, Molly. Do you want to hand those headphones over to Liv, your big sister, your teammate, and Diamonds extraordinaire with Pandy in hand, if you don't mind. Say what up to Nims. <laughs> what up? <laughs> there she is, my favourite human being in the world, Olivia Tepper. Quick question, Livy. Molly just said that your team colours are blue. I know that blue is your favourite colour. Did you pick the team colours? No. My favourite no. colour is purple. <laughs> you stuffed up, Nims. It's purple like you, man. <laughs> I thought that's why you went for the blues. No, no that's why Brody went for the blues. Uh, yeah. there we go. I'm getting my teppers mixed up. I yes. Forgot that, I forgot that Livy and me share the same colours because uh, back because when, when I turned 30, Livy actually made me a birthday card that was purple and yellow and was uh, quite cool. It's actually on my uh, wall as we speak. That's very cool, man. But yeah, she is sitting here and you're sort of leading the team from the front there, live with your experience from playing a lot of squad basketball are you enjoying this season yes yeah what's the stand out for you? you you know you and molly do fight quite a bit but you guys seem to be playing well together on the court and you've got to admit your sister had a pretty good game yesterday yeah she did better than me i didn't have any points but it's not all it's not about, about points, points. Is it, Johnny? No, yeah. no exactly mm-hmm. like your dad will be the first to admit it's defense and hustle that's what we want to see exactly yeah. anyone can get a layout but not everyone has the motivation to play strong defense quick question i know that you also play netball as well what's harder to play is it netball or basketball basketball it's a much more skilled sport yeah focus on basketball Liv. 
<laughs> Alrighty, well, thank you so much for that, Liv. Have you got anything else you'd like to say before we go? Oh, actually, really quickly, I do want to say this. What's your favourite band? What sort of music are you into? You boys are going to love this. Cave Hill. Herbs <laughs> <laughs> is pretty impressed over yeah. there. Herbs is like, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, she loves Cane Hill. We took the CD out because Anna said it was, her mum said it was a little inappropriate. She hopped in the car, the radio was on, and she said, What is this track? <laughs> <laughs> Also a very Jay-like uh, phrase. Yeah, I know. I, we've subjected her to Jay too much. Soon she's going to start calling me an idiot. Yep. No. All right. Thank you, Liv. Marley, do you want to say real quick what your favourite music is? P.O.D. Oh, P.O.D. Done right yes. there. So I'm trying to teach him right here, Nims. But yeah, thank you, girls. Appreciate it. You say thanks, Nim, and talk soon. Thank you. All right. Good, girls. So yeah, that probably didn't go exactly to plan. I did expect them to talk right. a lot more, but you put a microphone in front of their face and that's what happens sort of deal. Hey, Jay. Yeah, that's exactly it, man. <laughs> i got to tell you, I'm in complete and total awe. We've got two future basketball superstars in this room. Another one, Brody Tepp, listening when this drops. So look out, you got three future basketball hey, Hall of Famers some from the current basketball superstars right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we've got to get the injury update, though, Nanny. On Monday night, was the uh, it's the first game in the week worth of our sort of dynasty games yes. and you've done a finger injury let's uh yeah I have. the that. first time i've actually done an injury playing the sport apart from the crushed toe when i had a very very overweight dude land on my <laughs> yeah, foot I remember that. and man <laughs> and the, the toe just kept busting nims like my the toenail kept dropping off like for probably i'm talking at least two, a while. three years maybe it would just keep yeah, falling off but now she's back intact but yeah i did go up for a rejection against the kid knocked it out clean they called it a foul, which I carried on like a really bad example because I, honestly that's it was all ball. Like you on the court there, <laughs> Next possession, I realised that there's something feeling weird about the ball. I'm like, there's a hole in the ball. I'm like, oh no, that's not a hole in the ball. My finger was just there hanging loosely. So yeah, I've oh sort of. Oh my god. Yeah. What do you like? What do you mean hanging? Like it's it's it's. Oh man, that's weird. Yeah, it's just it was on the pinky. It must have got crushed when I was rejecting the kid. Yeah. And it was just sort of like the the tip of it just mm. can't so move the, now. The tendon like moved, did it, or it yeah, uh, ruptured, the, or it the tendon something? split at the end, and yeah. now we wear this splint thing uh, for six weeks too, man. I'll for tell you what, Nettie, I just picture that rejection like something out of NBA Jam, like yeah. good. <laughs> That's how it felt. Man. It was that good. Like <laughs> came over the top and just went whack, and they called a foul. And yeah, I carried on. But there, there you go. The guy still won and did it easily without me. Brody probably still outscored me. But we did have a win, and that was against the team that was currently on the top of the yep. ladder. So the zombies should be climbing good up stuff. to get that number one position, which is good. So very, two for two. Cool stuff there on that. On that's the regular old Monday night. Like I also got to say, man, that is very cool that that Brody J has jumped on board the team because I've seen some of the highlights that uh, your beautiful wife Anna has posted on the social medias. And that guy is a little superstar. He's a little pocket rocket. And it kind of scares the absolute bejesus out of me considering the fact that, for me, he's still a six-year-old. So, uh, <laughs> Lord knows what you think, Nettie. Nah, he really is. Just keep talking, guys. I'll be back. Quickly, too, uh, Herbs, I want to know something here because a couple of years ago, you and yep. I went and saw Deadpool. Like, we made a appointment, we went and saw it, yep. and we absolutely loved it. Deadpool 2 is out now, and one of the cool facts, which is something that you pointed out after we went and saw The Avengers, was that Josh Brolin is Cable. Yeah. And also Thanos as well. So do you think ever that there has been a man that has played two more iconic villains? 
I'm not really sure that there really has. It's sort of like a bit of a... I reckon that question, that question came up on Reddit during the week. I'm just trying to think of some of the examples, but you don't often see that, do no, you? No, you don't really like, see it very often. It's usually like just one portraying just one cat, one villain. Not yeah, like not only have they come out the same year, within like a month of each other, yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. he's the main villain in both of them. Because uh, what happened, Johnny, was we, we went and watched The Avengers, and afterwards when we left, we were all, yep. you know, raving about it, thinking, ah, oh, man, that was pretty cool, pretty cool. And Jay, Mr. Finger on the Pulse, actually goes, Josh Brolin Cable as well? <laughs> and we kind of stopped, because we were just like, hang on a second, the big guy, one, hasn't sworn at us, but two, has actually pulled out some great trivia. Yeah, it's not something you, you, you sort of have to think about it, wouldn't you? And go, oh, yeah, wait a minute, would. it's the same guy, yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty damn cool to see. Now, Johnny Fitz, you haven't... Have you seen The Avengers yet? No, and I haven't seen Deadpool yet. We're going to go on Thursday. Our goal's going with Pulled Out, so I'm going to see it next week. Jeez, man. Like, you have to be... Now, because you haven't seen The Avengers yet, and it has been out for a while, have you been, like, seeing on the social media and uh, things like that, all the memes that kind of ruin the ending. Oh, but yeah, been... I feel like I've seen the movie without even seeing it. <laughs> like, I've seen all the bits that count anyway. Because there, you see, I have seen some memes, and once again, I will take a shot at the Toronto Raptors here, because uh, that's just what I do. But there are, like, all of these memes of, like, the Raptors disappearing during the finals <laughs> and stuff like that. So you probably go on to the Avengers and you'd just be like, yeah, man, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know what's going on anyway. There's probably a better time I could spend by three hours. I don't get it. Like it's it, like that's you see that all the time with movies now, though, don't you? Like there's no yeah. holding back. Let's just spoil all the good bits. Yeah, like I said, I feel like I've seen it without even going to the movies because <laughs> it's just all, all online. Yeah, I think that's a big problem like these days, especially with social media and people just sort of blurt out everything. It's like, well, I didn't want to know that because then that sort of takes away the surprise a bit as well. Like even the same thing with trailers. Like I'm not sure if you remember names. I think it was the second or third X-Men Apocalypse trailer mm. and there was that little scene right after they had all the you know coming soon and all that where they revealed Wolverine being in it oh yeah that's right when it would have just been a cool little uh, it just would have been a yeah a really good sort of oh my god yeah. style nice easter egg for the fans or another big one too was you guys remember Terminator Genesis yeah, yeah. sadly <laughs> that movie sucked. <laughs> In the trailer, how they reveal that John Connor actually is, he's become a Terminator. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, that was the one good twist of the movie, and it's just literally like... Ruined in the trailer, yeah. Isn't that just the way it goes now? Like, the trailers always seem to ruin all the good bits of the movie. Like, it's just what they do now. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm not sure, like... Fitzy, I'm not sure if you'd seen any sort of like, I guess you call them the Deadpool teasers. Yeah, yeah. Mm. How they sort of didn't show like anything of the movie. I think there was a oh, little bits, but there's sort of like one where like Ryan Metal's in his Deadpool characters like playing with like one's a cable doll and the other one's yeah, a Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, I saw that show. one. Yeah. Yep. Just doing random stuff like that and the Bob Ross one. Yeah, yeah I saw that too. Yeah. Favorite. But how could that, that's a great way to market a movie. Yeah, Don't it, show the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but it exactly. gets people talking. It wants people to know, well, what's going to happen? Like, here's this outlandish marketing scheme and it gets people talking without, you know, anything that's going on. Yep. And <clears throat> No, I agree. I think that's a much better way to do it. The other one I saw, did you see the, the last dress 
Jurassic World trailer. Yeah. I reckon that made the movie look completely different to the first trailer they brought out. Like, they had them taking the dinosaurs back to New York or whatever, and, mm. like, the first trailer just looked like, oh, yeah, the island's blowing up, they're going to save the dinosaurs, whereas the, the next one that came out looked like a whole different movie. Yeah, now I, there's... I feel like I'd enjoy it a bit more if I didn't see that, because it sort of gave a lot more of the movie away, yeah, I reckon. Yeah, it did. It gave away a lot more of the uh, plot that was going on. Yeah, yeah. It's just the way it goes nowadays with trailers, I reckon. One of the cool things that I did like about the uh, the Jurassic World 2 trailer was the little tease that Jeff Goldblum is mm. also going to be in it. I can kind of see why they'd want to throw that bone out because there would be some old-school Jurassic Park fans that would you know, get a bit of a kick. But I fully agree with you, Johnny, because you'd sort of sit there going, oh, man, didn't realise this was going to happen, yeah. as opposed to going... It's weird, too, because with movie trailers, like the Justice League trailer, when it came out, there were so many bits in the trailer that weren't actually in the movie, like seeing Cyborg as a human and little bits like that. So it's just like, well, where'd all this footage come yeah. from then, guys? Yeah, they yeah. do that nowadays, but I, I, I guess, agree. Yeah. yeah, I guess they just sort of do that to just sort of throw people off a little bit as to what's going to happen. You expect one thing and all of a sudden there's this complete twist of something else happening, which, you know, I've got to admit, it's a really, really cool thing to do. But movie trailers giving away, yeah, probably a little bit too much. Nettie, you've popped back in. Your thoughts on that? Alright guys, yeah, I am back. Um, movie trailers giving away too much, yes, definitely, because on some I've seen can't really jump to mind at the moment. You see basically the entire movie yeah. in the trailer. It's like, well, don't need to see that mm, now. Yeah, exactly. Especially with the attention span of the youth today, guys. Like, I mean, come on. I know. And, and, and the other one is a lot with comedies. They just give away all the good jokes. Have you noticed that too? Yeah, like, I have. All the jokes that. are in the trailer. Yeah, like, yeah, all, yeah. The, all the good jokes. And it's like the impact sort of, uh, yeah, it's sort of the trailer. It's not as, yeah. not as funny. And I tell you what, though, if you really want to get Jay talking, oh, I think all that has to happen is me leave the room. <laughs> I come back and Jay's there, like, free flowing. I'm like, what the hell is going yeah. on here? Welcome to the underground ants with Fitz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, do you want me to just panel this bad boy? No, we need you on here as well. Otherwise, the flow just sort of gets disrupted. And it's not the same. Oh, oh thank you, Jay. That's very sweet. Cool See, that he, he does do that. He's the glue that holds everything together. Oh, Jay. You're a sweetheart. Man, See, I keep, say, I keep saying it. I'm yeah. going to assume that Jay's had his coffee this morning, then. Well, I <laughs> wouldn't have Good assumption. Nettie, <laughs> <laughs> what we were talking about was uh, the fact that uh, Josh Brolin is... Thanos and Cable in Deadpool. And can you think of any movie of any, like, you know, actor that has been two really, really iconic bad guys within the span of, like, a month? Oh, man. Wow. It's a hard one, isn't it? Yeah, I I honestly can't. Off the top of my head, no. They're not too shabby there at all. We will switch things up for now because we are getting to that time of the show, seeing as though you guys have just pushed on without me and <laughs> credit to you for it. I uh, will jump into the NBA Finals real quickly. Jump into this Boondocks interview. NBA Finals, though, lads, what yeah. are we thinking? Jay, have you actually jumped on board now that you know that your Boston Celtics... At the moment, I would say are looking pretty damn good the, at making uh, the yeah. NBA Finals. Dude. They are sitting really, really damn good. I mean, I'm still a bit surprised, you know, Cleveland being down, you know, the opening two games. Normally, you know, you think, oh, Cleveland's going to be a shoo-in. But obviously, unlike you, I don't have cable TV, so I can't watch the games live or anything like that. So I've sort of got to keep up to date with, like, social media and 
when I get a you know sneaky such a couple, bother yeah when I get a yeah. sneaky you know couple of minutes at work all right what's the score look them up and it's going to be a really really interesting series this season conference final it's already shaping up that way I think Boston blew them out in the first they game did, it was yeah. a little closer game too but if Boston wins one of these next two games in Cleveland I'd say the series it's is done. there yep as yep. simple as that if they win tomorrow series it's over. done yeah I, reckon. Jay? I think I said to you Nettie that whoever takes game one would probably take the series and that's why I was a bit shocked I assumed that Cleveland would get the job done especially with all the injuries that Boston have but and the fact that Boston think he overachieved yeah. as simple as that if they win tomorrow series it's over. done yeah I, reckon. Jay? I think I said to you Nettie that whoever takes game one would probably take the series and that's why I was a bit shocked I assumed that Cleveland would get the job done especially with all the injuries that Boston have but and the fact that Boston think he overachieving to get up there but I like to think of it as uh, I like to call it the Mighty Duck Syndrome where <laughs> a team that's got absolutely nothing to lose plays with all their heart and just kind of like hey you know what it's not like hey we're happy to be here it's just like we're really lucky to be here so let's make the most of it whereas I feel that Cleveland what is it what, is this LeBron's like 8th straight finals appearance yeah, something, something like that I think like, yeah but, but you know it's and not, I'm not saying that, you know, oh, it's old hat, but, you know, you kind of make those... Like, we all know, and you would know too, you and Johnny playing social basketball, there are teams that you think that you can beat, well, you know that you can beat, but sometimes you go in and then all of a sudden, in the back of your mind, you don't put as much effort into it, and you, then you really have to work for that win, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. That sort of doesn't happen with us, though, because, you know, every game we know that we can lose. But I 100% know what you mean in, in his case. Like, yeah, definitely. I don't think his motivation's as much there. Or maybe it is. Maybe he's got yeah. a point to prove. But at the moment, Boston are really looking the goods in that one. Yeah. And what are we thinking, guys? I want to get predictions right away. Boston are 2-0 up. Do you think they can hold on and, and get this best of seven I reckon series? they'll win in six. I reckon Cleveland's too good to go down in five. Six best case, I reckon. But I think the Celtics will hold on. It's sort of like what Nims is saying with the guys that have got nothing to lose. It's, you know, Rozier and Jalen Brown and mm-hmm. these guys that are taking a big step up probably a season or two before they really were planned to. So yeah. that's what's encouraging for the Celtics. But I reckon it'll be six games. Yeah, that's mine. cool that you think they're going to hang on. I've still got this... Cleveland haunts me, man. Yeah, they I do. I've still yeah. got this horrible yeah. feeling they're going to win the next two and then really make a series of it. But you don't know. Herbs, what are you thinking, man? Obviously, yeah. you're over those Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, look, I want Boston, obviously, I want Boston to hang on. I well, really you're do. You're a Boston man. You, you, you're bean town proud. You are. Yeah, definitely. I, I want to see Boston win this so bad because you always get sick and tired of seeing the same two teams in the playoff games every year. Like, what's it been the last few years? It's been like, you know, Cleveland and Warriors, Golden State. Year. So, like, just to have, you know, something a little bit different in there, it's just like, it's really exciting. It's going to take something, some sort of monumental disaster for Boston to lose every other game in this series. but I wouldn't go that far, Jay. Like, it wouldn't be a monumental disaster. There's two on the trot at home there for Cleveland now, so they could even it up and it wouldn't be out of the ordinary. Yeah, that's the way the finals goes, isn't it? They yeah, win their yeah. home games. You, ju- you just got to win on the road, which that's is hard to do. That's all it is, yeah. Just get and one win on the road and hopefully and you guys... And that sort of cements it, yeah. But and let's not forget the uh, the famous meme of, of uh, Golden State blew a, um, a 3-1 lead. So we have seen Cleveland sort of come back from nowhere. So it, uh, I wouldn't put them completely out of the picture yet. 
I'm leading more towards Boston, and before anyone calls me a bandwagon jumper, well, one, yes, considering the fact that the Celtics are the mortal enemy of uh, my team, the Los Angeles Lakers, I'm going to go for the fact that because I go for the Boston Bruins in the NHL, I can <laughs> kind of hang my hat on the Celtics parade. I'm yeah, definitely not cool. jumping on their bandwagon. I'll, I'll never see myself switching <laughs> teams to be over to be a Boston Celtic, but I am hoping for them just because I'm not a huge LeBron James guy. So hopefully they win. Throwing it over into the West, though, this is an interesting series here. So you're talking about we could see something different, Jay. We really could. It could be Boston versus Houston. So uh, they're locked in at one all, the Warriors and the Rockets at the moment. The Rockets blew out the Warriors in Game 2. So what are we thinking there? I don't know. That's a a harder series to predict. I'm still standing by the Rockets, but they're really going to have to earn it. I think the, the Warriors obviously switched on. With the players that they've got, you can't write them off, obviously. No, but, you uh, really can't. It's a bit of a case it's hard, of... It's hard game, to one, game one, it looked like, for me at least, it looked like the Warriors are just like, okay, here we are. It's just business as usual, I guess. Just power through and get to the finals. But game two from the Rockets, when they really sort of dominated, because it, it didn't surprise me, because we know that the Rockets are absolutely fantastic team. There's a reason that they were, you know, leading the Western Conference throughout pretty much the entire season, but you don't often sort of see a huge buffer between the Warriors and their opponents. No, that's exactly right. So we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know, man. Maybe it is going to be Rockets and Celtics. I really it, don't know. It could be. It's, it just it looks like it's going to be one of those playoff series yet anything can happen. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you coming in on a Saturday morning. Anything <laughs> could happen. I tell you this, though. Whoever wins in the West, I still think is going to yeah. win the whole thing. Sadly, I, I agree. But it's, great, it's, it's bizarre because now they go on to Golden State. It could be 3-1. Warriors way, you know, like it's... Well, yeah, exactly. That's the other thing you got to put in mind too. Houston did finish at yeah. the top seed and the Warriors were good enough to get that one win. Yeah. So, yeah, if you go back to Golden State, bam, 3-1 and then, you know... It's over. Yeah, what basically. could be, yeah. We have ran out of time. We've got plenty to get through next week. We'll jump into this new tour that's been announced. Ritz and Stevie Stone. We're going to cover that new Boondocks album a little bit more, which of course is out now. It's the Turncoat Dirty, Dirty Days of Night E. We'll be chatting the Boondocks up next about that. And Herbs wants to give me a little bit of a lecture on growing up as well. Next (laughs) week, it all goes down. Thank you, everyone, for joining (laughs) me. All good, man. Thanks for having us. Hey, this is WWE Hall of Famer Mick Foley, and you are listening to The Underground. Catching up with the one and only Boondocks and Coat Dirty himself on the Underground Amp. Dirty, how are you, man? I am excellent. How are you, my good friend, Ned? <laughs> I'm going well, man. I just wanted to say, though, last time I saw you, man, you were sitting there in the dojo. You bagged out my beloved Detroit Pistons, but you did, however, look very much focused, man. And since then, you've gone on and... What are you working on, like three albums at the minute, yeah? Yeah, working on three projects at once. But Turncoat Dirty is definitely out. Underground Avengers was not one of them. Ooh. And the other thing is pure speculation. <laughs> the only thing that I can say was the, the TCD thing. But there is, there's going to be a UGA project. That's definitely going to happen. But that wasn't one of the things I was working on. And the other thing is pure speculation. So... Yes, the only thing I can say is one of them was Turncoat Dirty. So with the Underground Avengers Project Dirty, how long have you been sitting on this for, man? Because this was all news to me. Um, 
not long at all. Actually, just recently, right before we did the show together in uh, Dallas is when we first started talking about actually doing it again at that show as, as far as coming out with the project. Yeah, right. So it, how long has it been since the last one, Dirty? I'm just trying to think now. It's been a few years. Uh, I want to say 2012, maybe. Damn. Yeah, that no, has... What, no, it was, it was... No, I don't know how long it's been. I, I wanted to say 2012, but it, it wasn't 2012. It hasn't been that long. <laughs> I don't know. It's been like... <laughs> I don't know. I'm not good with dates. I can barely freaking remember the, my kids' birthdays. <laughs> I'm not very good with dates and numbers, like math and numbers and dates and phone. Like, I don't know anybody's phone number. If I ever were to go to jail and had to, like, call somebody, I wouldn't be able to call anybody because I don't know anybody's phone number. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know numbers. <laughs> I don't know numbers and dates. But I wanted to say, like, three years, five years. Hell, I don't know. It's been a long time. <laughs> it has been a long time. And what can you tell us about it, Dirty? You guys obviously hit things off when you got back together for the show. Is it just going to be you class and buckshot or is there going to be some special guests on it is there any more that you can you know you can let the the people know well i mean underground avengers uga is boondocks class and buckshot is uga there's not going to be like any more members of underground avengers but there will be a lot of guests on the new uga record some big guests yes big and time guests yeah, and I know your manager, George Flahakis, is going to hate me for this, but do you have any sort of expected release date for this one, Dirty? No. There's no date, but I'm telling you that it's going to come quicker than what you might think. Yeah, I sort of had that feeling, man. Well, very much looking forward to it, and we will switch things back to, and I should have went with this straight away, the Turncoat Dirty EP. It is out. What can you tell us about this one? It's something that I've always wanted to do, I mean, ever since I started doing the boondocks things, I went from turncoat dirty right into boondocks, and you know, I really didn't have I really didn't have a lot of time doing turncoat dirty because right when I started, you know, rapping and you know doing the turncoat dirty thing, I pretty much got signed on psychopathic as uh, boondocks. So I always wanted to do it, and people were always interested in it and interested in me doing it, but it never came to fruition because I I don't know if we've discussed it before, but every time I try to do it, there's always something bad that happens. Some mm. kind of something crazy comes up and stops me from doing it but i was finally able to finally sit down and get everything popping and get everything recorded and now it's finally coming to fruition and i'm happy with it i wish i would have had a little more time to work on it and a little more time to you know sit with it but i think it turned out pretty good i'm not gonna lie i think it could have been a lot better but i think it's pretty good Man, I think you've been a little bit harsh on yourself there. It's no secret I am a Boondocks fan. This Turncoat Dirty project, though, I've probably listened to it 20, 30 times dirty, and I've got to say it's up there with some of your best work, man, and I think people are going to be all over this one. I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm harder on my... I'm, like, my, my biggest critic, so I'm super hard on myself. So that's, that's why I'm saying it like that. Mm. It's because, you know, I'm never completely happy with anything that I do. Like, as soon as I do it, I want to redo it and then redo <laughs> it. But you can't do that. You got to eventually put something out. But with this one, I didn't really have the time to, like, you know, sit there and rework it and rework it and redo it and do this and do that. It had to, like, come out. You know, it was one of those things. There was a deadline. And, I mean, like I said, it turned out good. To me, it's good. I just think, like I said, though, I'm, I'm my biggest critic, but I just think it could have been better if I had a little more time to work on it. But I'm glad you liked it, and I hope everybody else likes it. 
I'm sure they will. And what sort of frame of mind were you in when you wrote this one, Dirty? Is Was a lot of it done earlier on in the year or like how long were you working on it? Not long. I think I worked on it in like, I think I did it in like three weeks. Damn. It wasn't a long project at all. Yeah, it wasn't super long at all. It was done in like three weeks. And my frame of mind when I was doing it was I was waiting for something to happen, like something bad to happen to stop the project. <laughs> like the whole time I'm sitting there recording it, I'm just waiting for something super bad to happen to be like, you know, just to keep it stopped. And I'll, I'll never, I'll never be able to do this because something bad's gonna happen. <laughs> and then when we finally, you know, <laughs> we finally on the last day got finished doing it, mixed it, and everything came together and everything was done. And it's like, damn. Nothing happened. It's here. Oh, that is crazy. You do have some some out there hopefully, bad. Hopefully the world. Hopefully the world doesn't end or anything. It's <laughs> out tomorrow. And, you know. Well, even if it does, I've heard it, man. You know, I can say it oh, is. That's good. At, at least, at least one person's heard it. <laughs> exactly. It is a good one, man. And you do have like probably the worst luck ever, like. The airport story from when you're at Astronomicon or Astronomicon was crazy, man. You had a bunch of don't go dirty stuff there to give me. A lot, of, a lot of people don't know that. They don't realize that I have some of the worst luck ever. Like, my luck is crazy. Like, I can sit there and tell people stories about things that happened to me and they think that I'm full of shit. <laughs> that's, just, that's just how my luck is. Like, I have good luck because I'm fortunate enough to be able to do what I love doing and make music for a living and stuff like that. But little things, like little everyday like things that happen, like going to the grocery store or going to get gas or, you know, whatever, something stupid will happen and it's just crazy bad luck. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it certainly is, man. We wouldn't have you any other way. The old bad luck, Dave, I like it. But switching things up to the Astronomicon, man, we had an absolute blast. How about yourself? Astronomicon was really, really fun. I didn't get to do as much as I would have liked to because I was actually writing for Turncoat Dirty Record at the time because I was working on it at the same time the Astronomicon was going on. So I was actually writing for the record, so I didn't really get to do a lot because I was up in my room writing, you know, and working on that. But it was a good time. And next year, hope, or this year, yeah, this year when they have it, or next year, I don't know. I don't even know what freaking year it is. Uh, next year, man. Next year. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm all messed up. But yeah, next year when it happens, hopefully I'll be able to, you know, enjoy it a little more. Hopefully, I, well, I kind of hope I have something going on, but then again, I hope I don't have anything going on so I can actually enjoy it this time. Yeah, man. Well, you did manage to try and sneak out and have a meal without us, but bumped into us downstairs in the restaurant there, man. And I just wanted to ask you, and do you remember sitting opposite Jason Voorhees and him waving at me? Jason Voorhees waving at you? Do you remember that? I don't remember that. Oh, man. Kane Hodder was sitting right across the table from us and bizarrely waved, and I sat there all awkwardly, and I was hoping Anna remembers it, but, you know, I thought, maybe? You don't remember that at all? I don't remember. I'm sorry. Damn it. I have a bad memory. (laughs) Yeah, so do I, man. I don't remember what happened yesterday, but I remember Jason Voorhees waving at me, man. That's all cool. It might be one of those things that I'll remember, like, tomorrow or something, but right now I don't remember. I'm all messed up anyway, because right before you called me, I was actually choking to death. Yeah, you did mention that. uh, All crazy. Yeah, it was super serious. I was like, I I drank some water, and I guess it went down the wrong pipe, right? That's the thing. But (laughs) that's what people always say. Oh, I went down the wrong pipe. 
But anyway, I was drink, drinking water and I started coughing and my mind's all messed up right now because I thought I was dying. But it's <laughs> back to that bad luck stuff. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. That's right back on uh, you having all sorts of bad luck. But we'll switch things up here, Dirty. Yes. Are you on or off the pops at the moment? I know you and I went through a big pop stage there, but now you're over them, yeah? Is that right? I haven't purchased the pop in probably like two months, two or three months. Wow. And they're all in boxes. They're all sitting in boxes in my closet because I never took them out when I moved. So I just have like 10 freaking huge moving boxes full of pops. Yeah, because you did go all out there at one stage. And I'm pretty sure we've still got some Star Wars pre-orders ones coming here for you. So do you still even want them, man, or what? I don't know. It's one of those things where like I don't look at them so they're not on my mind. So when I get around to unpacking them and, you know, I start putting them up and looking at them, I'll probably get back on them. I'm just, I'm just scared to do that because I don't want to start spending money at the moment. <laughs> Believe you me, man, I know how that is. All right, Dirty, well, we've discussed a little bit here, and I was going to ask you, I want to know something that may surprise your fans to find out about you, and I guess it's the bad luck side of things, but do you have anything else, man, that may really spin your fans out? I don't know because I'm such a boring person. Like, outside of doing music and stuff, like, I'm just so boring. Like, I don't really have a lot going on. It's really sad. (laughs) (laughs) I don't agree with that at all, man. You are the world's, you know, like you were saying. People say that, oh, you're you're not boring. You got a lot lot of stuff going on. I'm like, yeah, I got a lot of stuff going on, like, in music and stuff. But, like, outside of that, like, I'm like a friggin' house dad. I stay at home and take care of my kids and wash dishes and vacuum and stuff like I don't really have a lot going on (laughs) maybe that's one thing that will surprise people I like to clean the house I like to vacuum and wash dishes and I enjoy doing stuff like that listening to wrestling podcasts and doing house chores yeah man I think that's great right there that's fantastic and you know you do have a lot of bad luck so there's a couple of things people have learned about you today anyway yes I love housework and I have bad luck That's very funny. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Dirty. Always appreciate it, man. The new EP is called Dirty Days of Night. It is out now. You can pick it up through Twisted Shop, the M&A Shop, and, of course, digitally. 